6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Dr. Paul Parks is the president of the Alberta Medical Association section of emergency medicine. Dr. Parks, welcome to the show. Hi there. Thanks Thanks for having me. I'm guessing that um, these the results from the survey, not necessarily a surprise to you. Uh, no, not a shocker at all. Uh, just kind of clarifies what, it, you know, from the patient perspective, what we've been seeing and uh, on the front lines and what we've been talking about for the last, you know, months, uh, if not the last year, it, it just confirms what the patient perspective is. We are hearing of epic wakes, we're, waits, we're hearing of uh, patients, you know, in the hallways, ERs being shut down, and it's not just an Alberta thing. This is happening across the country. Can you describe the situation for us from your standpoint? We've hit a perfect storm, to be honest. We uh, just weathered, you know, a couple years of a really tough pandemic. Uh, a lot of government changes uh, kind of have impacted as well. And now we're faced with record shortages of staffing, record volumes, complexity of patients, and the pandemic's still going. And unfortunately, we may even have another wave hitting us, and it's really challenging us. I'll tell you, on the front line, you know, now it's not uncommon that we're trying to work with two-thirds of the staff we normally would have for nursing, allied health care workers, and, and our volumes are 120, 150%, like they're sometimes even double. And then you add closures of hospitals as big as, say, urgent care places as big as like Airdrie or that, those patients have to go to already uh, overcrowded departments uh, in, in other areas. So it's just, it's the perfect storm and it's extremely challenging. And, and you know, like I said, it's we, we, feel, we feel stressed and we know the patients do when they're coming in to seek care as well. Uh, Dr. Parks, uh, I want to touch on a couple of things that you brought up there on, on, you know, when you talk about the perfect storm, everything that's come together to make this perfect storm when it comes to and you and you mentioned a few things there when it comes to staffing i've heard a number of things you know um you know not a not enough medical staff um and you know the fact that some folks just don't want to work in er's anymore what is it with staffing and how much did the covid policy about vaccinations have to uh, play a role in 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 that level and where we are now Oh, so lots went into it. The COVID vaccinations itself, I mean, AHS can give you those quotes, but that was that was a minuscule number of, of healthcare workers that didn't believe in science and want to go that route. But uh, uh, so that didn't have an impact. But two and a half years of actual um, the pandemic and working, you know, double shifting and um, and working under really tough tough conditions definitely had a major impact on morale and burnout. And then you add the last couple of years, the government made some major changes and uh, you know have been really uh, you know kind of not treating our allied healthcare workers and our nurses and our our respiratory therapists very well, not valuing them, saying that they need 10, 11% pay cuts, ridiculous things like that. So it just all added together. And then now you add working in an environment after two and a half years where everybody's really sick, there's lots of them, and, and you're really understaffed. It just makes every single shift even that more of a challenge. And, and that's why we're talking about this, so people can understand, so we can get a solution and get some help. And Dr. Parks, um, you talk about the volumes, um, and I suspect, of course, COVID plays a role in that. But what about the fact that people are, more and more people are showing up to the ER instead of going to uh, a primary health care, you know, like a GP, something like that, oftentimes, because they can't find one. That's a real challenge right across this country right now. 
Hundred percent. I mean, they're two they're two separate challenges, uh, and and but they are connected to a degree. There, you know, the emerge department overcrowding is because we don't have space in our hospitals to admit the really sick people, and that's why we can't offload ambulances, and that's why the waits are eight, ten, twelve hours. Um, but there's no question. There's also, I think, in that survey that you re you referred to, there's 46 percent uh, admitted that they went to an emerge department because they felt like they had no other option. Yeah, that's a mass of problem every Albertan needs to have a primary care physician in a medical home uh, and if we fix that it would keep people uh, healthier and and it would decrease the workload a little bit in the emerge for it's, sure but they're, so they're a bit different yeah, we know that the province spends uh, a boatload of money on on the healthcare system. I think, if I remember correctly, it's the largest budget um, out of out of everything. And when we talk about fixing the system, Doctor Parks, oftentimes uh, the money aspect is is something that is talked about a lot. We need more for this. We need more for that. What needs to be done to turn this ship around right now? So that, it's a complex system, and it's a great question, 100%. The big part, though, is, you know, a lot of that, the, what we just talked about, why why is it really important everyone has a family physician? If we if we can focus on primary care and preventative medicine and, and you know, vaccines so that we don't have people getting sick, things like that, then that's always way cheaper. So if we could really bolster that part of the system mm. and then bolster the long-term care and home care, I'll tell you, that's, that's the part that really affects people getting out of hospital when yeah. they're sick is those resources so if we can value our human resources that we have and the government actually value them and respect them and treat them that way and and we could get we could get home care primary care long-term care all of those things really robust then then the acute care system would work a lot better and I, I would just say you know there's discussions about uh, you know increasing ICU beds and thousand ICU beds and things like that you know that that's probably the last thing we ever want to you know invest in is is more really really expensive care it'd be way better if we had our system working the way it's designed to do and and we could be in you know uh, have robust primary care and and keep people from getting sick in the first place and dr parks before i let you go uh, you know it, it, because there's so many folks out there that don't have you know that primary care they don't have their 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 gp that they can go to or, or maybe they're not aware of the the health clinics that they can go to that sort of thing when should people be going to the er's what do you need to be telling them uh, to be aware of about making that decision on on where to go and especially if they a lot of them feel that they don't have any other place to go Oh, yeah. You know, I should make, make it really clear to your listeners out there. None of us in Emerge are blaming people for showing up in the Emerge department. That, that's what we're there for. And it's a very, very difficult decision, you know, to decide is that, is that you know, stomach upset? Is that is that really just reflux? And, and, or is it a chest pain because you're having a heart attack? You know, so the big thing I would say is that, uh, you know, getting a primary care physician and working on that piece, that's talking to the government and getting help in that long term. But the, the flip side would be, you know, that that uh, if, if in any doubt you should be coming to our emergency departments or you should be calling 811 and you should be getting stratified to find out and then and then what that means given the way our system is right now is just uh, I put a word out there is that just be patient the waits are going to be long we, we will take care of you when you get into our system you get phenomenal care uh, it's just that it's going to take longer and and so that that piece of 
fixing the system long term, that's talking to your government and lobbying and telling them how important it is to have a family physician and access to health care. And then right now, it's, it's if at all in doubt, come to us. It's just be be very patient with those those uh, healthcare workers and nurses that are on the front lines that show up because they, they honestly are trying their best to keep the system afloat. Dr. Parks, thanks for the conversation this afternoon. Sure appreciate it. Thanks, thanks again for yeah. talking about this.